0: It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hello. Happy Monday. Good evening. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Hello, Simon Marcel.
1: Bonsoir, la belle Angie Taylor. How are you tonight? I am
0: very well. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Simon is our French romantic. We talk about love, dating, romance, relationships here.
1: And you keep it real.
0: I try to keep it real. I am your humble host, and our other <laughs> host is more humble than me. I'll put it that way. Simon, um, I want to start the show today yes. because um, there's something in our house that I swear, as soon as I get off the show tonight, I'm going to throw away. What is it, Angie? Well, I'll tell you. But there is something with Angie. Has, has you, have you ever dated? This is going to be my question, and I want to hear from our listeners, too. 855-905-8255. Simon, when you were dating someone, is there anything that you ever threw away of theirs because it drove you crazy? Oh, yeah. I mean, tanning lotion. Like a self-tanner?
1: Self-tanning lotion. Okay. That smelled, just, it's unbearable.
0: Like on and her skin it on smelled her skin, I, I just, I and couldn't, you couldn't take it?
1: No, I've told her over and over that this, I just couldn't.
0: But did you like but, the way she looked when she wore self-tanner?
1: I couldn't care less about that, really, to be honest. Okay, so the smell. She was beautiful without the tan the yeah. tan, And line. you're trying to
0: be intimate but in it's the just, smell. The smell was so bad. So I got rid of it
1: was and this and a I long time them, ago?
0: It was in 2008. Okay, so they've made it amazing advancements in that because I do agree it used to smell horrible. Do you remember how you Yeah, used oh smell? yeah. Cuz so, I would
1: wear it. So now that but that's that's my story.
0: That And you threw it out. Two or three times. Two. <laughs> you, hey man, don't take your don't take the self tanner away. I want to hear from our listeners too. Um when we come back and I'll tell you Cuz yeah, you need to tell us. Oh my gosh. Uh, I'll tell you when we come back. I'm ready to throw something out. Next on the Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for being with us tonight. Love dating, romance, relationships. Sometimes, um, you know, Simon, in long-term relationships, uh, you'll come across something that your mate uses, a product, uh, article of clothing, something they have that drives you insane. Mm -hmm. I'm going to make something disappear. Uh, This is my mission tonight when I get home. Yes, when we're done with the show. Yeah. I'm going directly home. And then? I'm throwing away my husband's stupid bedside clock. Why? My husband, backstory, get up very early, okay? I get up at 4 a.m. I go to sleep before my husband does. He bought this stupid, my husband is an electronics junkie. If something looks cool, if it's got new bells and whistles that nobody's ever seen before, he wants it. He's got to have it. So he saw this dumb alarm clock like six months ago. It's really pretty. Um... But it's one of those alarm clocks that is supposed to wake you up by suddenly making the room eventually brighter and brighter and brighter. And you're supposed to wake up naturally. I see. So you don't wake up to this loud, crazy sound, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's supposed to be better for you. The minute he brought that home, I'm like, um, that's a waste. You're never going to wake up from that because he could sleep through a nuclear war. My husband would not <laughs> wake up. I'm like, you think if like there was an explosion outside and you don't wake up, that you're going to wake up from the lights going brighter when your eyelids are shut? This thing has been blinking, like, you know, if you don't set your alarm, it'll blink like 12 o'clock, 12 o'clock. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's been blinking for six months, and it's bright, because he doesn't set it, or the power went off or something. I don't know what it is. We moved, we moved a month ago, he still hasn't set that stupid clock, and I'm very sensitive to lights, flashing, sounds, repetitive, anything, so it's nonstop in the room. (laughs) It's like I'm sleeping in the middle of Times Square, And I cannot take it. It kept me up all night.
1: Wait a minute. I have a suggestion. Don't throw it away. Set it up. No more blinking. No. Why? Because let's save the clock.
0: It's like trying to set up something on the Starship Enterprise. I don't know all these. It's very technologically advanced. I wouldn't even know how to set
1: it. I can help you with that.
0: Okay. Maybe your friends that you were texting earlier that are like. Yeah. David David could help. Um, Jill, you were saying that you've thrown away stuff? I have. You our, have to. Well, exec, you have to. Our executive yeah. producer, Jill. Yeah. You. What did you throw away of the guy you were dating?
2: Oh, jeans, a hat, anything that I didn't like. When I first met him, he was a completely different person and dressed in a way that was not to my liking. So he, I slowly removed the things that I didn't like. And he never noticed? Well, you might have noticed and I'd be like, I don't know where your stuff so is. So you never told so him. No. You
0: threw away his stuff, then <laughs> yeah. you lie about it. Because you thought it was ugly.
2: Listen, I'm doing him a favor, okay, you guys? He I'm looks kind way of, better now.
0: You know what? Thank you. We got to give Jill some props for taking a chance on somebody that didn't maybe have great fashion. Jill right. is like the Mother Teresa of dating right now. Oh Look at how God. loving she is. Okay, let's reverse
1: so it.
2: you recognize? You no, know, I did. Okay. I saw that.
0: Okay,
1: ladies, let's reverse it. Let's say that Craig, Jill's boyfriend, go into Jill's closet mm. and what, decide, what he, what? and decide that perfect. whatever he doesn't like, oh, throw it away because he
0: thinks... Well, we don't trust his style already. Well, no, we
1: established that. Right. Then I'd like to know how you would react.
2: Uh, first of all, what's he doing in my closet? Second of all, no. Well, so he will the, have to buy me something new to replace it. Obviously. I Thank, you. Thank you.
1: What a double standard.
2: Well, hey. but she's
0: got amazing sense of style. Thank you. Why would he do that?
2: I I just wanted to help him, actually. It was for his benefit. You You know what? But who
0: gives you- You just took a chance on a rough rough little kid- Diamond in the rough. Diamond in the rough. Oh, diamond in the rough. Shined him right up. Shined him up. If somebody did that to me- Get that coal off there. Look yeah. at how pretty. Exactly. He's like the Hope Diamond now because look what she did. Thank you. Who knows what would have came of him? Right. For, Who
1: knows? For us guys listening, watch out You close.
0: For everybody listening, I want to know if you've done that yourself. <laughs> have yeah. you thrown something out? Have you hid something that just drove you insane? I can't take it anymore. They won't get rid of it. 855-905-8255. That's next. We're going to take your calls on The Rendezvous welcome back to the rendezvous with simon and angie what thing of your mates drives you so crazy that you're ready to throw it out i was saying my husband has this very stupid alarm clock that he never sets and it flashes all night long and it drives me crazy i even took a video of it last night when i was trying to sleep I saw and it on your social media. Yeah, we're gonna post that social media simon and angie on twitter everywhere we're gonna post it so you can check it out if you don't believe me. It's annoying. Um, so let's go to the phone. I'm listening in Deerfield, Illinois, 93.9 Light FM. Here's Tamara. Hi, Tamara. Bonjour. Hi. We want to hear your two uh, cents on what you would throw um, out or have.
2: Okay, well, uh, my boyfriend has this collection of superhero collectibles, like Batman, Superman, like little figurines and little. He, no. I Marvel. Mean, he
0: says figurines. They're dolls. He has man dolls. Yeah, right? yeah,
2: exactly. But <laughs> there's Those. like different parts of the collection in different areas of the house. And I've just been slowly kind of hiding them and getting rid of one by one because they're ugly and they're immature. And, you know, I just hope he won't notice.
1: Little oh, he's going to notice. <laughs> Tamira, I get the immaturity, the not noticing that's not going to happen. Yeah. I mean, it would be better to have a conversation so he can remove it himself, for instance, right? Have I mean- you had that talk?
2: He knows how I feel about it, and I just you kind know. of, like, move it out of, you know, the line of sight.
0: I would be careful <laughs> with that, though, Tamira, because, you know, a lot of those collectible figurines, the dolls, mm-hmm. are worth a lot of money. Uh, oh, but maybe, maybe tell get
2: him to sell them.
0: There you go. Yeah. Or say, babe, these are probably worth a lot of money. I don't think they should be out collecting dust. Let's pack right. them and preserve them in a nice Tupperware in the basement. And that way they're safe.
1: <laughs> That's a good idea. That's a good uh, idea.
0: Maybe I should I should bring it up. You never know. Yeah. I agree. I All like right. that, Angie. All right. Thank you so much for calling. <laughs> Thank you, Tamira. Okay. okay. More of the Rendezvous with Simon and Angie next. Hello, welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for being with us tonight. Love dating, romance, relationships. And we give advice. Mm-hmm. We're not experts, but hey, we've been around the block. A little bit. <laughs> French Me romantic, too. yes. Us, yeah. And uh, myself. So let's go to the email, Simon. Yeah. Um, we got one from Brad at SimonAndAngie.com. He's listening in Mountain View, Texas on Mix 104.7. He says, what's up, Simon and Angie? I'm in need of some advice. I met this girl. She's great. But I think I met her at the wrong time in my life. I'm 27. I'm Not really ready to settle down. But if I was, she's perfect. She okay. would be perfect. I know she wants something serious. And eventually I do too, but not anytime soon. Do I continue to date her and try to keep it light? Or do I tell her I'm not looking for anything serious and see what happens? I wish I could just put her on hold for a few years until I'm ready. But obviously that's wrong. Any help would be appreciated. And thank you. That's Brad. That is a very interesting email. And I Mm. feel like a lot of people go through that. Simon, I'm sure you've gone through uh, something like what Brad's going through. We all
1: have, especially in the early age, so 20, 30s. You know, what happens, to be honest, is that you'd like a girl or a girl might like you, depending. And then uh, one, hold on to the relationship, even though he or she knows it's kind of over or you're not really as much into it. You know. Yeah, he wants
0: to know, do I be honest and say I'm not ready yet or do I just try to like... String it along as long as I possibly can. Brad,
1: no. Brad has to be honest, Angie.
0: Okay. Brad
1: has to be honest.
0: I agree with you, but I want to know what that means. I'll explain. And, and how, yes. I want you to explain. I want you to tell me exactly how he should approach this situation. Mm-hmm. And Because, hey, timing is everything. That's next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. We are talking about this listener email from Brad who wrote into simonandangie.com looking for love advice. Mm -hmm. Said that, hey, I met this girl. She is perfect in every way, but I think I met her at the wrong time in life. I'm 27. I don't want to settle down yet. I'm not ready. Mm -hmm. Um, But if I was ready to settle down, she's the one. I wish I could put her on hold. (laughs) Um, and then you know, come back when I'm ready, but I know I can't do that. Um, So he's asking you, Simon, do I continue to date her and try to keep it light or do I tell her I'm not looking for anything serious and hope that she maybe is down for it? How should he approach this with her? Because I'm sure you've been in that situation.
1: Well, I've made the mistake. So, you know, I've been in situations my 20s and early 30s. And uh, I've made the mistake of really not telling the truth for my own interest to keep the the, the relationship going. Even so though
0: you would just keep her around, so like I'm not let really, her linger uh-huh.
1: because she was wonderful and and all kind of things. And so you do that, but looking back, it's a mistake I've made, and that I'm sorry for. You really should not do that. You should tell the truth. And yes, the person may cry or think, you know, why? What have I done wrong? You know, it's nothing you've done wrong We're not on the same page. There's nothing wrong, uh, Angie, by not being on the same page. I feel like, you know, there's no guilt to have. Right. If in life you date somebody. And one wants to settle down at one point, the other one doesn't. Nobody's wrong.
0: Nobody's wrong. That's it. It's but, just where you're at. And we're not always at the same place at the same time.
1: Yeah. And the other thing is there's a fear of loneliness that can happen. Mm-hmm. Sometimes one stays in the relationship because he or she is afraid of being alone. And so you will go on and go on and go on, even though your intuition tells you, he's never settled that with me. He's just telling me that later to gain time. So I've made all those mistakes, and I don't want Brad to do them. And so, Brad, I so think if you do you girl, yeah, be honest.
0: I, let me ask you a question too. He's saying she is so perfect. If I was ready to settle down, she would be the one. To me, that sounds like an excuse. Okay, I don't care how old you are, where you are, what's going on. If you found that person, that is just, oh my gosh, everything. And I don't care if the timing was so wrong. I don't care what's going on. I would jump all the way in because you're just so into that person. Do you feel like maybe this is a bit of an excuse? Like she's not exactly the one because he's not ready to settle down, meaning he's still looking. No, he likes
1: her. But, but he's then why not isn't in, he with her? Because he's not in love with her. Right. That's, okay.
0: And if he... If you're in if, love if with she somebody, was the one,
1: he would not writing us this, this question. She's not the one. No, she's not the one, of course. She might be perfect as a human being and nobody but is. She's but she's not the one. There's him, something missing. Well, he's not in love. Right. That's it. There's no love, no love. There's no nothing that's
0: saying, I cannot live without you. I don't care if the timing is wrong. I don't care if I'm 27. I don't care if I just got out of a marriage. Something is, is wrong. And he doesn't feel it for her so, all the way.
1: Br- no. Right. So Brad, you have to be honest and do better than what I did.
0: I agree. and But I want him to be honest with himself, too. He's not settling down with her because he wants to play around, he's not settling down with her because she's not the one. And I think he needs to realize it's not because, oh, I still have wild oats to sow or, oh. I agree. He's missing the spark. Yeah. I I agree.
1: So, Brad, do the right thing, buddy.
0: All right. Thank you so much for writing in to Mm -hmm. SimonAndAngie.com, Brad. Hopefully we helped you out there. Uh, Happy to give more advice tonight and more rendezvous next. It's the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Love dating, romance, relationships. We were just talking about an email from a guy saying, I feel like this girl is perfect for me, not ready. And then off the air we were talking about, well, you know, that one perfect person is Simon, what was your question? You said My question
1: is, is there a one for each of us?
0: We only, only get one?
1: So here's why I say that. I don't think I've met yet
0: that one person. That you'll spend your life with? That I'll make her happy and she'll make me happy. The You've time been in left, love before though, yes? Yes. So y- you're m- saying you can fall in love more than once?
1: I can, you absolutely. You fall in love at a different time of your life. You're a different person anywhere sure. between 16, 15, and, right. f- and 50, my age. But I don't think I have. You have, with Jason, my parents have, have met the person that gets me and I get her mm-hmm. with, zero, with zero difficulties. Of, uh, from the beginning, it's, it's a Unconditional. good match. Yeah, and and even before the unconditional, that like, you can feel one hundred percent at ease. Yeah, it's a good well, match.
0: Listen, you just said the magic thing: at ease, to be comfortable enough in a relationship to be yourself a thousand percent and feel at ease. That even if you are yourself, that that person isn't leaving or isn't judging, is beautiful. It's rare.
1: And so I I think that at a point there is one that will get you. Not I don't, two or three. I don't
0: believe there's only one that will get you. I don't. Why do you say that? I'm going to tell you why I think that. Okay. When we come back. <laughs> you got me again. Tease. On the Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You're listening to the Rendezvous tonight with Simon and Angie love dating, romance, relationships. Simon, before we stop down, you were saying that you believe we can fall in love many times mm-hmm. during our life. But you were saying there was only that one person at the end of the day. Yes. You will be connected to forever?
1: Hopefully. And that uh, will get me and I'll get her. Is that a soulmate? It's a soulmate. It's the one, it's the other half.
0: I don't believe that there's only that one forever one. I believe there can be a couple of forever ones. It's just Mm -hmm. a matter of circumstances. So if, God forbid, you know, something bad would happen to me, I would hope that he would find someone that would fulfill him the way that our relationship has fulfilled us. I feel like you can start over with someone else. I feel like someone can go, someone can cheat all of a sudden. Or something happens in a relationship where it abruptly ends. And I believe you get another chance at that person. I I want people to be hopeful that if they thought that that was their person or if it was their person, their forever person, that that's not the only one they get and it's game over and you're done. That's all you get. No, no.
1: The difference is that people who've had situations like what you're talking about, where they found the soulmate, a car accident, anything happened. Yes. They meet somebody else. Right. But I've never heard of two soulmates in a lifetime. So they say, I, it love, happens. I love the other person, Yeah. but I've never heard. And I and think we, it can happen. We, I, I really do. I think you can love another person. I don't think it's the soulmate, energy.
0: I think it's just different types, like compartmentalizing, like... That was that relationship, and it was everything, and it was amazing and beautiful. And I, I wish it would. And now there's this relationship, and I didn't think I could fall in love like this again, and I didn't think I'd be connected like this again. I see. But here I am. I just,
1: I'm I, gonna hope you're right, but I, I, my guts
0: tell me that I'm right <laughs> on this one. All right, more of the rendezvous next with Simon and Angie. You're listening to the Rendezvous tonight with Simon and Angie. We got on this long, um, you know, romantic topic. Uh, about lifetime loves, how many times you can fall in love. Simon and I, you know, we both agree you can be in love many times in life. We agree on that. You know, there's your first love. Yes. There's, uh, you know, your your early 20s love. Yes. There's your rebound love. There's your whatever loves. Um, Simon, so, mean, but you believe there's just that one one, like I, that soul person, I the forever one. only one other half. And I think you can have a couple of other halves. I, I feel like the world, the universe is a big place, and there's not just that one, but... I want to know what our listeners think. Mm-hmm. Let's go to the phones. Listening in Randolph, New Jersey, on Max 106.3, here's Emilio. Hey, Emilio.
3: Hi, how are you?
1: Good. Bonjour, I believe, Emilio.
3: I believe that there is one person that's perfect for you. Only? And then, when that doesn't work and you change, there's another person who's absolutely perfect <laughs> for you.
0: Wait a minute. So you're saying there can be more than one perfect person? Yeah,
3: because we change. I mean, I, in my yes. 20s, I got married. And okay. my, the wife I got married to was absolutely perfect for me. She was my soulmate.
0: At but the time.
3: Through, yeah. As through the years, we both changed. We kind of grew apart. And I was like, this just doesn't work. And then I found my soulmate again because I had changed. I found somebody else. So it's like serial monogamy.
1: I see. thing is... Yes, I agree we can love. So what you describe is we fall in love one, two, three times. I agree with that. But when you're 90 years old, I've asked my grandfather, I've asked my father who's now 90, everybody said one. I don't know anybody who said I had two soulmates, but they've loved different women in their lives. So that's the difference.
0: But I do understand what Emilio is saying. I think soulmate at certain times in your life is very relative. Like... You know, whoever I was dating in my 20s or 30s when I was in love, I believed we were going to get married. It's my soulmate. Things change. You know, you evolve. What was my perfect person, <laughs> you know, 30 years ago is not my perfect person today. The, the the thing I will agree with you on, Simon, though, is if you believe at a certain age that you have found your perfect person, this is my forever, and you do evolve and change, if they're perfect for you, hopefully... You ebb and flow together, and they roll with those changes with you, and they love you for those changes, and you grow together. But sometimes you grow apart, and I don't know. I mean, Emilio is right here saying, hey, I found my perfect person twice. Yeah, because
3: life is relative. People are relative. People change. There just can't be a perfect person through all time.
1: Well, I mean, but then my father got lucky, my grandfather got lucky, you know, more than 50 years each with their wife, and they say at the
0: end. Do you feel like so. that's the norm, or do you feel like that's very special? Because it's, it's, you hear these stories about people that are together for 70 years, and they're amazing, it, beautiful marriages, lives.
1: You know what matters, Angie, is it doesn't matter how long will it last, it matters that you met this other half. Yeah. Even if I, if I met her at 80, that would be enough. I would be really bummed out if I never meet her. Mm -hmm. That It's not how much. You will meet her. What? You will meet her. I I hope so because I really, if there is one thing in life, if you go through all that life and you don't feel you've met her before you pass, you'll think, wow, I've missed on the number one thing in life.
0: Well, we're glad you found yours twice. (laughs) That's right. Maybe you'll find yours Two more times, maybe this is it. Uh, Whatever it is, we wish you the best.
1: Yes, absolutely. Thank you for your call.
0: All right, more of The Rendezvous next with Simon and Angie. It's The Rendezvous. You found us. Thanks for having us on tonight with Simon and Angie. Love dating, romance, relationships, advice. It's been heavy. We gave some heavy advice, so I want to lighten it up, Simon. Yes, me too. I was at Target Boutique.
1: My favorite.
0: Target, yes. Target. And, uh, um, you know, we've played Never Have I Ever on the show just to keep it light and fun and have our listeners get to know more about us. Mm-hmm. Um But then I found the Target version with a billion questions. And so I'm super excited. That I, red box you have? I immediately bought it, yes. I love it. I love it, too. So let's play Never Have I Ever show version. I'm going first, asking you a question. Are you ready, Simon Marcel? I am ready, Angie Taylor. i romantic. Yes. Never Have I Ever. Been chased by the police?
1: No, I have been chased by the police. You have? Yeah, shame. Yeah, uh, Because in France, in the, let's say, 1919. Uh, 1919?
0: Well, How old are you, homie? Oh, 1990. 1990. Oh, I was 1990, like, 19? Was this during so, the revolution? So <laughs> okay, 1990.
1: One night, we raced from Paris to Charles de Gaulle Airport like at 3 o'clock in the morning. Me and my girlfriend and his friend's girlfriend, we both had sports car and you were drag
0: racing, basically. Yeah,
1: drag racing. We okay. had nobody. Okay. Paris Charles de Gaulle Airport, back to Paris. Okay. And let's say we were at like 130, 140 miles per hour. Whoa! One of those crazy moments. Okay. So the cops at the end chased us. Those. Were you arrested? No, they gave you, at the time, speeding was not such an issue like it became. Right. So I had a huge, huge fine. ticket. You had to pay a fine. a huge ticket. Okay. That's the last time I was chased Okay.
0: Cops. Uh, the last time? So there's been more than one. Well, no, (laughs)
1: speed and stuff.
0: Okay, more. Never have I ever. And we encourage you to ask the person sitting next to you or in the room the same questions. Maybe you'll find out something new next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's the Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. Uh, we're playing a show version of Never Have I Ever. You mm. know you've played this game before. Oh, sitting around with your friends, having a couple of cocktails. Never have I ever this or that. Um, I asked Simon his. Now it's my turn for the hot seat. I'm a little nervous. Go ahead, Simon. For
1: the record, we each take cards from the box. We don't know what the questions no are before we ask each other. Angie, here is the question. Never have I ever had ooh in a moving vehicle.
0: I have. I mean, I wasn't driving, and neither was my partner. Uh, uh, who's driving? A driver. Oh, somebody else. Limo. Not a limo. Like what? Like a taxi.
1: Without the separation. I'm not that bougie.
0: <laughs> well, you know, like sometimes you don't care. <laughs> I mean, good what?
1: for you. Hey, no, I, listen, I'm French. Hey, listen, I'm more you know, about old la
0: You know, some of the vans. When was that? Um, uh, it it was with my husband. But when was it? Um. Probably a couple of years ago, you know, because taxis, you know, they're not always just a small little car. Sometimes they're a long van, Right. you know, stuff like that. There's room in the back. And that's what happened. Yeah. Late at night. Yes. Yes. Or early in the morning. But it was still dark. So good times. I have I could you? Tell it small. You have. I, yeah. In, uh, in the limo. In the yeah, limo. Yeah. I'm in like, limo, yeah, yes. I did it in an Uber pool. And you're like, oh, I was in Zilimo. limo. <laughs> no, no. From,
1: from Long Island, from New York to Long Island, actually.
0: Oh, that's nice. It's a good amount of time. It, it you get a lot one, done. An enchanting drive. Yeah, you can get what a, a lot drive. Enchanting.
1: Enchanting I'm drive. N-
0: never heard anybody describe it that way, but enchanting it, in the car. Oh, uh, it was wonderful. I love yeah. it. I love it. That's true. Okay, enough about us. Let's yeah. talk about you. Okay, <laughs> 855-905-8255. Advice lines are open. Love, dating, romance, and the rendezvous next. next. Next, it's a rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. Uh, Simon. Yes, Angie. Um, You know, sometimes people call. We're not here all the time, but you can always leave us a voicemail if we're not here and you need some help. So let's go to the voicemail that we have now from Joanna.
2: Hi, Simon and Angie. Uh, This is Joanna in Tampa. I'm listening to you guys on the Mix uh, 100.7, and you guys are giving me so much great advice with love and relationships, but I really need your help right now. I um, started seeing someone three months ago, He's amazing. He's a really deep, kind of like a hippie, like a very thoughtful (laughs) um, guy. And we have these great, deep conversations that last for hours, and we're really attracted to each other. And recently, he asked if I would be open to exploring uh, doing the ooh la la with him and another guy. And I've been asked. To have that kind of situation before, but usually with another girl. So, this is a really weird threshold for me, and I don't know how I feel about it or what it means. And I just really need your advice on how to navigate this whole thing.
0: Thanks so much. Thank you. Bye. Thank you, jo- yeah, Joanna, that was a voicemail. I got so uh, flustered and angry yeah, really, that I hit my mic <laughs> Simon, I don't understand the problem with this call. This is every well, girl's dream? What is happening? I don't know. What is it's... the problem? This is like a fantasy. But is it? Well,
1: because I think are for we talking Joanna... about Joanna
0: or are we talking about me? Because can we make it about me? No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, honestly, I'm sure it's not every girl's fantasy, okay? In fact, from what I've read, most women's fantasy is with another woman. Right. Um, however, if you've already been down that road, maybe. Maybe you already dipped a toe into the lady pond. Maybe you jumped in. Maybe you swan dove already into the lady pool. All of that. So maybe there's other things that you haven't explored. Maybe you have other fantasies. I mean, what does that mean to guys? I mean, that's a lot of attention.
1: It's whatever it is, it is, but Joanna delivers. Dilemma- well, if Joanna leaves us this this voicemail, it's obviously that she is not 100% ready. Or she would have not called us. She said before to pass that threshold, before to actually get into it from a fantasy to reality, and I, I have this little uh, insight for Joanna. Whatever it is with the ulala La, it's all about how you feel. Right. Do not. Of course. Do it to make anyone happy. No. Like Something because you have to live with it afterwards. Well, she's Some considering people, it. I know. So, but but it's one thing to consider it, and it's one thing to actually go with it.
0: I feel like maybe she's conflicted about societal norms on that situation and is wondering if. Whatever, like even if she wants to, maybe I shouldn't. What does that mean about him? It's much more accepted, I think, for two women. And I think there are some stereotypes about, you know, two men in the same bed. but,
1: But I think, Angie, on this one, you're the girlfriend. You can answer better than me.
0: Well, yes. And so I do agree with what you're saying, that you have to be honest with yourself with how comfortable you are with the situation. Because fantasy and reality are two different things. But you don't know until you live out of fantasy sometimes if you're uncomfortable with the reality. If you try it and you don't like I, it, never do it again. Or if you're uncomfortable even trying it, that's when you don't try it. And I, I mean, agree with you, Simon. If you're uncomfortable even trying it, yeah, don't the, try it. Exactly.
1: You're an adult. And, and by the way, try it sober. Think of it. Can oh, I do God, that? No, 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 no don't energy. you dare try no. it sober. Only no. if you can imagine doing no. it sober, no. you're good to go. No, but if you need alcohol, drugs, or you any, don't need No, but yes, it's you know just what sort of I'm like
0: seeing... you know, like. I no, know. I think that's what true Sometimes good ooh-la-la just... la is. Do you watch movies without popcorn? Sometimes you like popcorn; it just no. kind of enhances the experience. No, you know? no, no, don't spin it. No, 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 no. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Hey, listen. Do whatever you're comfortable with. Okay, I if can you agree do, do it. Call us back and let us know how that went. I mean, we're just I just wanna know.
1: I'm You know ears. like
0: how it went? I, you don't have to give details I'm on the air. Yeah. But you know, only do what you're comfortable that's, with.
1: That's that's the rule. Only do what's comfortable. Do it is though, for you.
0: Girl. All right, more of the rendezvous. Thank you so much, Joanna, for giving us a call. More rendezvous next. You have been listening to The Rendezvous tonight with Simon and Angie. If you haven't been listening, how dare you? Mm -hmm. Um, Also, make sure you listen always. And if you didn't catch the show, check out simonandangie.com. That's where our podcast lives. You can hear everything from tonight. We talked about throwing out something of your partners that you cannot stand. Uh, This started from my gripe of the day about my husband's uh, alarm clock that flashes all night long and I can't sleep. Also, adding someone else into the bedroom. That was Joanna's voicemail that we just had. And we said, do what you're comfortable with or just do it and let us know about it. And then timing in relationships. um, Brad's email about, "Mm, I really think this girl would be perfect. Down the road, I'm not ready yet. And that's where your Simon Says came in. I said,
1: if it's true love, timing won't matter. Meaning it's not a matter of when, it's the matter you found and feel it. So and go for it. And yeah, then you go for it. But if you don't, don't do it. And that also means you may find it at eighty years old. There's no right or wrong time. Well, feel it. It's the right time.
0: If you feel like the timing is off, there's a reason you feel like the timing is off. It's not it's the off. timing. It's it's just that you're not feeling it or she's not like something's not right. That's right. And it's not necessarily the timing. It's not right. So people say timing is everything i say that as well i think both people when i say that need to be in the right frame of mind and want the same thing so you don't want the same thing she doesn't want whatever
1: true love is stronger than any timing right so yeah. that's it i love it simon thank
0: you so much you're welcome angie if you want to reach us if you need some advice on your own personal love life or whatever you're going through simon and angie.com send us an email also simon and angie on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and you can find us anytime on the iHeartRadio app. Just search Simon and Angie. Can I say Simon and Angie again? Simon and Angie. Uh, (laughs) Thanks for being with us tonight. More tomorrow on The Rendezvous. Bonne nuit, Angie. Bonne nuit. The Rendezvous show with Simon Marcel (laughs) and Angie
2: Taylor.